Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. Rick Schaefer, along with Trey Schaap, I'm Randy Rainwater, and... Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. And fresh from vacation, right to work. In fact, here in Nashville, Tennessee, at the same time. Welcome back, Mr. Trey Shep. I mean, Mr. Trey Biddy. <laughs> Hello, Trey. Randy. <laughs> there you are. I got you. I had assumed yeah, he was with you, Randy. Right out of the gate. Yeah. No, that's, that's my fault, Trey, because I saw you ask a question earlier today, and I thought, well, he's on the board with Randy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not right. I'm actually over at the Country Music Television uh, building right now. Twenty four seven Sports is actually located in Nashville, also. So, I'm doing some stuff over here with twenty four seven. So, kind of killing two birds with one stone, fresh off vacation. How was your vacation? It was good. We went out to Fort Collins and uh, did some whitewater rafting and some hiking and checked out a couple of the uh, local breweries there. New Belgium's there. Odell's there. Um, and ate a lot of food and got a lot of R&R. &R. It was nice, nice trip. Weather was fantastic, obviously, with the lack of humidity there. Uh, it can be 90 degrees, and you're not going to sweat, so that's, uh, that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time, and like all vacations, I was ready to get back to work, get back out here. And, um, you know, you know vacation's good when you're you – know, it's done the trick, I guess, when you're ready to get back to work. Well, you missed all the fireworks last year. Uh, it was last a... Last year? Did I say last year? <laughs> last week. Oh, okay. About, yeah. mm -hmm. Let's, let's just go back a, let's just go back a week, not, not, uh, yeah. not a year. Uh, but lost one, so to speak. I think on Wednesday, Brian Huff, he committed yeah. to Missouri. Mm -hmm. But then Friday, it was like, bam, bam, back to back basic commitments for the University of Arkansas? There's not a lot of examples you can point to from a recruit that committed to Arkansas, decommitted and recommitted. In fact, uh, I can think of two others, uh, you know, since I've been doing this, Mitch Mustaine and, and Landon Rogers. And let's hope that Brandon Russell, I think he will, uh, you know, pan out, have a better career and, uh, and stake at Arkansas. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, he committed too early, I think, you know, just ninth grade and probably wasn't quite ready to make that decision. And uh, uh, that's a big-time running back, 6'1", 230 pounds, number 22 prospect in the country at that position and a four-star recruit. And then just moments after that, uh, you had um, uh, Selman Bridges who, I mean, going into the Arkansas visit, we just kind of thought, you know, now Arkansas probably – probably finished second, but maybe that's a good thing. And, you know, it's not a great thing, but maybe it's an okay thing because there is the transfer portal and, you know, he finished second for a recruit and 
you know, you never know what's going to happen. That's kind of what our line of thinking was. And then we're hearing from, you know, Texas people like, hey, this kid's, this kid's, sounds like he's going to Arkansas. And so, you know, we were watching that very closely. This guy's every bit of 6'3". I mean, his, his height's legit, 6'3", 170 pounds, uh, number 50 ranked prospect in the entire country. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because that was such a big day to get two four-star recruits. You know, it wasn't long ago. I think April 21st is when Arkansas got Courtney Crutchfield and Charleston Collins on the same day. What's interesting about those guys is neither of them were ranked in the top 100 at the time. Uh, Courtney Crutchfield moved up 340 spots like three weeks after committing to Arkansas. Wow, good. Yeah, that's one of the biggest jumps we've ever seen, uh, all the way up to number 61 prospect in the country. And Charleston Collins moved up a pretty good bit, too. Not quite that much, but moved up significantly all the way to number 77 ranked prospect in the country. Tell you what's interesting, guys. Arkansas, I went. I was going back and looking at this stuff today. Arkansas has never had more than one since 24/7 Sports is doing has been ranking prospects back to 2010. So we're on cycle 15 right now. Arkansas has never had more than one top 100 player in a single class. Never had more than one. Wow. There are four. There are four in this class right now. Wow. Four top 100 prospects in a single class. Arkansas has never had more than nine four-star higher-ranked recruits in a class. I believe that was 2015 class. They have nine right now. And that 2015 class was 23, 23 people. This class is 16 people right now. And That's they already have nine. Yeah, so really Tremendous. doing some historic stuff. Yeah. Well, that is a, boy, I'm telling you, Razorback fans ought to love this, don't you think? Well, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, you see what's happening in recruiting. And, you know, I think maybe some, you know, there's some great recruiters on this staff. I think some of the additions that they just made, especially defensively with uh, Marcus Woodson, Travis Williams, Darren Wilson, those guys um, are stud recruiters. Deke Adams also, you know, having some longevity here with the defensive line coach. We've talked about, you know, the, the importance of that. Um, you know, versus where Arkansas has been defensive line recruiting, some of the struggles they've had. But these guys, the secondary coaches and Travis Williams, I mean, they just came in and just hit the ground running right away. So it's been uh, it's been very impressive what they have done. And, uh, you know, there's still plenty of spots left. I think, you know, the when you combine, you know, so, you know NIL and stuff is, is a big part of, of things. You know, NIL opportunities, and there's a lot of, opportunities for that uh in in northwest arkansas um you know little rock also but uh you know in the state there's a lot of good opportunities for it that i think athletes see and you know you combine that with the transfer portal we talked about if you're an arkansas fan you should probably be embracing nil and the transfer portal because you know this is a state that's fairly remote and there's not a huge talent um you know it's just a population deal and uh you know you're not real close to a major city like dallas it's you know that's you know, the closest hot spot for you is five and a half hours away. Um, but Transfer Portal has, um, you heard me talk about how it's kind of saved the last few years because the 2020 class wasn't very good. 2021 wasn't much better. Um, so Transfer Portal, you know, NIL, recruiting, all that stuff is, seems like it's been a good thing for Arkansas lately. I, I, I want to applaud you. For me, I should be applauding uh, 247 Sports, but uh, I have never had, I've never seen anything like this before. 
and this was the 247 Sports preseason all-SEC coaching staff. Coaching staff, not yeah, players. I saw that. I have, not, I have not clicked on that yet. Okay, Brandon Marcello is the, is the author of it. And uh, I will not even attempt to go through what he did in regards to how uh, he went about the criteria which he used to uh, make the determination of the selections. Um, he said that ends today with the help of the Matrix Analytical Solutions Coach Ranking Index. And from that, I'll let those that want to read the story and uh, get the information. Uh, as I went through, uh, said Georgia leads the conference with five overall selections, including three on the first team. Arkansas and Florida have the second most representations with three coaches on the teams. And um, I'll just roll down. I'll, I'll have to get to the second team because that's where uh, the Arkansas players, uh, Arkansas player, Arkansas coaches are listed, and uh, as I, I'm trying to scroll down quickly, let me get to this second team. Okay, uh, the uh, quarterback coach on the second team, Dan Enos. Uh, the running back coach, Jimmy Smith, Arkansas. Kenny Guyton is the receivers coach. That's the three representing Arkansas that's on the uh, second all-SEC coaches team. I never heard of that Kenny Guyton's, this is second or or third season with Arkansas coming up? Third, I believe. Third, I believe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's coached different wide receivers each time. So he was there with Traylon Burks when he was at Arkansas, right? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think you're right. With Burks? Okay, so he coached Burks, Tyson Morris, Debian Warren, those guys uh, who were all KJ's options at wide receiver. And then last year, Hazelwood, Matt Landers, um, you know, and that that host of guys. It's just just interesting. And now it's a a whole new cast of wide receivers. Just like every single year, you know, Kenny Guyton's had a new group of wide receivers. And for that matter, KJ Jefferson has had a new cast of wide receivers. So that's – Pretty remarkable when you think about it. Just no, nobody's been in the system for a long time. Aside from you know, Burks was there obviously for three years, but um, you know these last two classes are all you know just transfers largely. And Trey, aside from I, a couple of guys, I believe I read in here again when he was breaking down uh, the criteria that was used. It said recruiting was not taking. Uh, into the formula. He mm-hmm. said that's like another whole different thing altogether. Oh, yeah. If that was the case, if, if you had factor recruiting in, I would think it would have bumped up. Well, take Jimmy Smith. He probably yeah. could have been a first-teamer. I'm not sure we've seen enough of Dan Enos yet uh, to know, you know, again, how great of a recruiter he is. You may remember from Brett Bielema's days, but I don't, uh, Trey. But, well, he's got uh, two commitments so far. <laughs> Yeah, and then you got Kenny Guyton. Guyton's always seemingly had success. Yeah, Guyton's done some really good work, no question about it, in recruiting. I mean, well, he's got two top 100 recruits already committed for the 2024 class. So yeah, I got Isaiah Satania last year, and Sam Bakke was a four-star recruit. So, yeah, Kenny Guyton's done some good things and has helped uh, lure some really good transfers in also. Uh, so 
Yeah, we have metrics for that. I mean, we do, you know, recruiter of the year, and we rank assistant coaches based on, you know, who they recruited and stuff like that. So we already have, have those things installed. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a neat article. I'm sure it took a lot of work and research for, on, on Brandon's behalf, which Brandon is here also. Uh, he's at, I don't know if y'all know, he lives in northwest Arkansas. Um, obviously went mm-hmm. to the University of Arkansas, but he's a national college football writer for 24-7 sports. He was, he was actually on my flight over here. So, uh, yeah, Brandon does really good work. And there is a uh, – I think you've talked about Steve Wilfong before. Yeah, Wilfong. Uh, he's got a article on here, Top 247 Prospect. Tylen Singleton closing in on the college decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arkansas is battling, again, the typical heavyweights, LSU, TCU, A&M, Tennessee. And, um, but I think, as you've always said, Trey, it's going to be extremely difficult because this young man is from Louisiana, Manny, yeah. Louisiana High School. I gotta believe it's gonna to be tough to get him out of the state of Louisiana. Yeah, they hadn't pulled one over on LSU yet. They they definitely they definitely messed with Texas and you know messed with a lot of other schools for some top prospects. But going into Louisiana and getting a guy that LSU wants is always proven very difficult for Arkansas. But again, you know we've seen a lot of first here lately. I mean. Hmm. Four top 100 recruits. Those guys weren't just lightly recruited. You know, they were all very heavily pursued by heavyweight. So, um, you know, two of them are out of the state of Arkansas, and two of them are out of the state of Texas. But, um, I mean, I don't know. You put a whole lot past Arkansas in this new era of recruiting. So That's true. You never know. But uh, it would be a first. It would be a first to go and take somebody that LSU wants. And I think the other uh... – from, their, from, their, from the state of Louisiana. And he is a four-star, which, Trey, you, you had an article, Arkansas football recruiting on a historic pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of the same thing. I mean, basically, Randy, just the same stuff I just talked about. But, yeah, yeah I mean, never, uh, never had more than nine four-star recruits in a single recruiting class, according to 24-7 sports rankings. So, um and they've got nine of the 16 or four stars, so pretty impressive. And I, I'd keep an eye out on Jaden Ball. Also, I know some people that are very high on Jaden Ball, running back from Mid out of Georgia. Uh, he's he's got a he's got potential to move up. He's pretty close right now, but he's got a potential to move up to four star status. And maybe as an athlete too. I mean, we got him listed as a running back, but I mean that's a guy that can play a lot of different positions. He could play he could play linebacker. Um. Then there was another article, uh, this one, uh, explaining my preseason SEC poll yep. selections. Yeah, so we do, uh, we're going to start doing, you know, uh, ranking SEC-only teams um, every week. And so we did a preseason one that's put together by Jordan Hill, who I just met up here, uh, UGA writer, he's kind of spearheading that. And... I kind of go outside the box a little bit, Randy. I mean, yeah, everybody's going to pick Georgia. Yeah, everybody's going to pick Georgia or Alabama. I think Georgia actually got 16 first-place votes out of the 17 riders who participated. <laughs> I was the only one who didn't pick them. And, yeah, I, I, I kind of go back and forth, to be honest, between LSU and Tennessee. 
one day I think LSU, one day I think Tennessee, and a big part of that is quarterback. I think both, you know, everybody was laughing at Brian Kelly last year because of his accent and, you know, trying to fake a Louisiana accent and his dance moves and stuff, and I was laughing right there with you, but I never <laughs> never laughed about his ability as a coach. And, I mean, what did he do last year? They won 10 games, could have easily won 11. Um the way the Florida State game ended up, but they won 10 games from the SEC championship game. Uh, I like teams with returning starting quarterbacks. That doesn't mean that Georgia or Alabama won't have quality players at quarterback, but I just, for some reason, I can't get out of my head when Georgia came to Fayetteville in 2020 and they couldn't move the ball. The guy that they thought was their starting quarterback wasn't. And until Stetson Bennett came in late in the second quarter, they couldn't move the ball, you know, and then Stetson Bennett just kind of became Stetson Bennett after that. Uh, so, plus you're asking, like, so Georgia's going to win the national championship again this year? Because it's 13 out of 17 years it's been an SEC team, like four years in a row, right? So, um, when's the last time a team won the uh, national championship three years in a row? Over Never 80 years we... ago. Yeah. When? Over 80 years ago, Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. What? Really? <laughs> it's oh, been so long. That I wonder who voted on that one. Gee. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been quite a long time yeah. uh, since the teams won the national championship three years in a row. So if you're picking Georgia, you're saying that Georgia's going to do something that hasn't been done in most people's lifetime. Mm. Uh, so um, I don't know. That's I kind of just – Alabama's – I'm sure, that again, they're going to find quality quarterbacks. They certainly recruited well. Uh, you know, we've seen a little bit of the, of the other guys, but – I look at Tennessee, and, you know, I like Milton. Um, I think we saw enough of him last year to feel pretty good that he's going to, you know, kind of continue on uh, what what Hooker started there. Uh, you know, if they improve a quarter as much as they did the year before on defense, then they ought to be pretty stout. Uh, they also get Georgia at home uh, the second to the last week. I think that'll be a huge game. And then, you know, LSU, and I, I went through and filled out every – Every result to every game, every result to every single game. Just wow. kind of, you know, bait, just guessing kind of how I think it could play out. Um, and yeah, for me, I I, I I like returning starters at quarterback. You know, even Jaden Daniels, everybody talks about what a great runner he is, but he still was a pretty effective passer. He threw for twenty nine hundred yards last season. His completion percentage, I believe, was better than KJ Jefferson's. So. You know, I think he probably improves a little bit, and you know their defense probably going to get a lot better. They got a, a guy that's a game changer, and Harold Perkins, and Mason Smith's coming back after he had that knee injury in Week One against Florida State. I think he was just celebrating, um, but he's a big time. I mean, six five, three hundred plus. I mean, he's substantially big, dude. Um, and they've got you know, and the questions for LSU is their secondary. Well. I don't know about you guys, but my experience with LSU in the secondary has been that they usually figure that out pretty good. They yeah, have they a ton of great players in the secondary, so I think they'll probably get that figured out. Um, so, yeah, those are those are my picks. Uh, and I had Arkansas, I think, higher than most people do, too. I had them at fifth, and um, I think they finished tied with Kentucky at seventh in the overall poll. I just I think if Arkansas comes out of that stretch in the middle of the season that we've talked about so much with – you know, the four SEC games away from home, if they come out of that stretch one and three, I think there's an excellent chance that they can win those last five. I'm not saying they will, but I think they can. And 
Um, you know, open up with, with three wins against non-conference teams. Uh, I, I kind of feel like the floor for these guys is four and four. If they were to, you know, go five and zero oh at the end of the season, maybe, you know, maybe they're they win five. If they go two and two in that middle stretch, which is asking a lot, I think, you know, maybe six and two. Maybe you say six and two would be a ceiling for them, an absolute top of the ceiling. Um, but I, I kind of feel like four and four might be the bottom. He is skinny, talking about uh, Jaden uh, Daniels. Yeah. I saw him today. I stood right next to him. He's yeah. He's all. He's not lying about his height either. <laughs> no, so he's he's all a six three. Um, I wouldn't say super skinny, but he's yeah, he's he's on the thinner side. He's kind of skinny, but anyway, that's all right. <laughs> all right, Trey. We will talk with you tomorrow. Glad to have you okay. back, my friend. Bye, guys. Glad yep, to have you be back. back. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.